Hello, my awesome PMP warriors. How you doing? Welcome to day 31. We are going in on process today. We are finalizing the very last task in the process domain. This is task 17 and it simply reads plan and manage project or phase closures or transitions. This has got the following enablers. Determine the criteria to successfully close the project or phase. Validate readiness for transition, that is to operations or to the next phase. And lastly, conclude activities to close out the project or phase, final lessons learned, retrospective, procurement, financials, and so on. Now, in the next section of this video, I'm going to share with you a lot more detail. But for now, let's jump into the open-ended questions. Here are the open-ended questions. There are 24 of them. Make sure you hit the pause button, read through, be good with this. And I'm telling you, you will be laughing all the way to the score bank where this is concerned. In the third part of the video, I'm going to put in a video, a blast from the past about the closing domain and everything that you need to know for closing. So don't even stop watching this video until you get to the end. Let's jump into our multiple choice questions. The final report contains all of the following except hit that pause button if you need more time. All right. So the answer to this, my friends, is none other than option A. The final lessons learned register is a separate thing. It is not in the final report. Okay, so the answer to that is A. Project deliverables that are completed and checked for correctness through the control quality process are called what? All right, three, two, and one. Okay, my friend, the best answer to this is verified deliverables. That is from control quality. All right, let's move on to the next one. You are a project manager on a large scale infrastructure project. The steering group asked you to terminate the project prior to completion of the project work. Which of the following should you include in your project closure process? Think about it. All right, if you need more time, hit the pause button. Three, two, and one. The best answer to this is all of the above. If you read the PMBOK guide, page 128, you realize that everything mentioned here, formal document indicating why the project was terminated, formalizing procedures for transfer, formalizing procedures for transfer of unfinished and finished deliverables, all of that stuff is required. It's what you could do as part of closing. Okay, let's move on to the next one. For which purpose may a meeting be organized as a tool of project closure? All right. If you need more time, hit the pause button. 
Okay, my friends, the answer to this is all of the options. Everything here, celebrating success, confirming acceptance of deliverables, evaluating satisfaction, those are reasons to use meetings as a tool and technique. Let's move on to our next one. To ensure that all project requirements are completed prior to finalizing the closure of the project, which of the following documents should the project manager review? All right, make sure you hit the pause button if you need more time. Three, two, and one. All right, so right off the bat, it cannot be option C because that says all weekly project reports. Think about it. Why should you review all weekly project reports? That doesn't make sense. So that is not an option and therefore D is incorrect. Now taking a look at A and B, a says future phase documentation. Hey, it's at the end of the project. There ain't no future phase. So this is incorrect. Did you choose all of the above? I hope you didn't. But if you did choose all of the above, learn to read all the lines introspectively and you will find what is the red heron in there. All right. Which of the following is not an input to the closed project or phase process? All right, three, two, and one. So, project charter is an input. Accepted deliverables from validate scope is an input. The business case is an input implicitly as part of the documents that go in, the project documents that is, but verified deliverables does not belong here as an input. And therefore, the answer is C. All right. Now, just be aware, your exam will probably not have this level of minutia, but thinking through questions, it helps. It helps build your muscle memory, helps get you really good, gets you ripped and jacked for the exam. Okay. Just remember, my friends, if you're struggling, go on down to hpmexam.com, join us on one of our half-day boot camps, and don't forget, answer all of these questions. I applaud you. You are at the end of the process domain. Just make sure that in order to round this up properly, watch the rest of this video. Make sure you know all of the nooks and crannies of the most popular Agile framework, which is Scrum, just in case there's anything from the ceremonies, the three, five, three, three roles, five ceremonies, and three artifacts or five events, if you want to call them that. And make sure you understand all the processes, process groups, knowledge areas. I said understand, not cram. Okay, now let's jump on the road and talk about this even more. Today, we are talking about the final, the very final task in the world of process. And it's all about closure. It's called plan and manage project or phase closures or transitions. So there's a few things to unpack here, but Let's break them down one by one. Plan project closure. Plan phase closure. See that? Plan 
project transitions from one project to another. Plan phase transitions from one phase to another. The way you do this is described in the enablers. Enabler number one, determine the criteria to successfully close the project or phase. Now projects are different. They all have different criteria. But as a project manager, of course you know, you should be taking note of the specific criteria to close out a project. Your project, whichever project you're on. A lot of this criteria is well described in the Pembok Guide 6th edition on page 123. Page 123. Highly advise taking a look at that page, seeing all the things needed to close a project. I actually have a one hour video on closing. One hour. Go to YouTube, check out my videos, and type in Praiseon closing or crazy on project closure you'll find a couple of videos about that okay so you got to validate the readiness after you've understood the criteria for closing the project or the phase you then have to validate the readiness for transition are we ready and there are many things that need to be done which again are talked about on page 123 you got to make sure your documentation is complete. You gotta make sure that whatever compliance you needed to be aligned with, you are as you're closing out. You need to ensure that project records are properly stored and saved. You need to ensure that the lesson learned register, lessons learned register is archived. You need to ensure that seller payments have been made. You need to ensure that anything that was promised in the contract, anything that was written as in part of your deliverables is delivered. You want to make sure that you have documentation indeed for all those deliverables. There's no documentation, then you cannot close out. If sellers have not been paid, you don't close out. You make sure everything is done before closing out, before moving on to the next project. You make sure that whatever team members are there to help you on the project actually do everything they need to before releasing the resources. We call it releasing. So before letting people go from the project, to transition to other projects, you gotta make sure that they've given you everything needed. Don't let the team go until all the necessary associated work is done. And there's a lot of associated work when it comes to project closure. So you don't wanna be alone closing the project when there's all this work to do, okay? So validate the readiness for transition whether it's transitioning a deliverable over to operations or whether it's transitioning the project deliverable or contents of the project onto the next phase, for whatever reason, you gotta ensure that we're truly ready for this change, all right? The next one is to 
conclude the activities to close out the project or phase and it would be checking the box on all of these things I was talking about. There's something in project management we call administrative closure, also called administrative closure procedure. And that means you are following the process to administratively close out the project. A number of things would come into play. A lot of paperwork may come into play, but all of that has to be done. All right, so you conclude the activities to close out the project or phase. Final lesson learned, like I mentioned, in the world of Agile, we talk about a retrospective. That helps us close out, not a phase in this case, but it helps us close out an iteration or sprint. In the world of Agile, we're always ready to close out because we close out incrementally. At the end of every sprint, we are closing out. Right? And when I say incrementally, well, you're getting a lot of value from the lessons learned that you derive from the retrospective. And that is incremental knowledge, and that is power, that's equity, that's good. So we're always ready to close out in Agile. We're not fretting about you know, the fact that there's stuff in the backlog. No, because it's very common in the world of Agile there very well could be tons of stuff left in the backlog, but we aren't doing them because we're closing, right? Product owner might decide, you know, enough is enough. We've, we've got enough value from this. Let's just go ahead and let's close. There's absolutely nothing unusual in that. So whatever the activities are, you know, the retrospective, whether it's procurement related, making sure that sellers have indeed been paid, making sure that the financials are straight, whatever that looks like, if there's any income in that needs to be registered or outgoing as far as the financials are concerned, transferring money back into the organization's repository, transferring resources back and things of that nature, you wanna do them because that's your responsibility as a project manager, okay? Resources, financials, anything you can think of. All right. And that's pretty much it, my friends, as far as closing out the project. Just read page 123. Get really firm on it. In closing out today on the topic of process on day 31 today, we've only got nine days left on this journey my advice to you will be to read the agile practice guide and to hone in on pages 90 to 95 because we did a lot of talking and I did point you to uh, you know the regular suspects page 14 page 18, page 19 of the Agile Practice Guide, but we did not open every single page that I would have liked to, to show you how to relate to every one of these topics. So you know we did manage scope, manage schedule, manage budget and resources, manage uh, procurements and all that stuff. And it, it's all very straightforward in the PMBOK Guide where to look. But in the Agile Practice Guide, a lot of folks don't know that this is between pages 90 to 95. 
in the Agile Practice Guide. That's right, Agile Practice Guide. Okay, If you read that, you'll find how the team tackles these knowledge areas from an Agile lens. Which events are relevant to each knowledge area? I know the 7th edition has pretty much taken a different path in talking about these topics, but I will still call them knowledge areas because it just makes common sense. They're areas of knowledge. Scope, schedule, cost, quality, resources, communication, risk, procurement, stakeholder, they're all areas of knowledge. So it just makes sense to understand from an agile perspective, how do I tackle these areas of knowledge? I know how I tackle integration from a predictive perspective, but how do I do that from an agile perspective? You see, agile has a twist. And a lot of the things we do as project managers in the world of predictive, in the world of agile, we rely on team accountability, team responsibility. These things are done by the team, not by a lone ranger project manager. Okay? So it is important that you understand that and that you're comfortable with the concept of knowledge areas in Agile, okay? Project closure procedures. These are very important to understand the order of closing things out on the project. Now, while there's no hard and fast rule about how everything should be, certain rules do need to be followed. Let's first of all examine closure or completion criteria. This is not necessarily in order. First of all, a project manager should ensure that documents are updated and deliverables should be confirmed as updated before the project is closed. If there are any issues, they should be resolved and the project manager should confirm deliverable delivery. You want to confirm that that deliverable was indeed delivered to the customer. You also want to ensure customer formal acceptance and ensure that costs are charged to the project. You should also close any cost centers or project accounts. When this is done, you need to begin thinking about closing out the human aspects. So you need to ensure that personnel, once all of the assignments are complete, you reassign those personnel. But it has to be done only when their assignments are complete. Some of these individuals could also be involved in documentation, final reporting, and dealing with excess material. So when you get questions, proceed with care. Ensure that if those people are needed for closing out certain aspects of the project, don't release them immediately. Number 10, reallocation of physical resources. We're talking about facilities, supplies, materials, and things of that nature. Finally, in this section, we talk about elaborating final project reports as required by the PMO or management in a firm. Now, this is not all. We also need to think about contractual closure of a project. So when closing out a project, Think about the formal acceptance of the seller's work. That must be confirmed. You also want to finalize any open claims. 
you will get questions that test your understanding of ensuring seller's payment and finalizing open claims. Lastly, in this section, you should update and archive any contractual records for future reference. The next section is business and strategic closure requirements. So at a snapshot, you can see here on the screen, you need to collect project or phase records. You also should audit project success or failure. How do you know if the project succeeded or not? How do you judge if it failed? Well, as they say, success is in the eye of the stakeholder, but also remember that the project charter does contain some information to give you better insights into this. Manage knowledge sharing and transfer, identify any lessons learned, and archive project information for future use. I have categorized this as business and strategic closure requirements because when you think about it, these phase records, success or failure, managing knowledge, transferring knowledge, identifying lessons learned, and archiving information for future use in the company as a whole, this boils down to business and strategic closure requirements. The final category here is deliverable transfer or transition. When we talk about transfer, it could be transfer to a customer, transfer to an operational unit or some other part of the firm. So first of all, collect process or policy improvement suggestions. These suggestions need to be funneled to the right channel. So distribute these suggestions to the right channel. Next, the project manager should measure stakeholder satisfaction. Is a stakeholder happy? pleased if there is a net promoter score or some other qualitative measurement that could be gleaned to understand the stakeholders disposition to the project overall it is not too late to make amends at this point because the project is not closed finally establish premature procedures for closure in other words if the project is terminated you should investigate and document premature closure and termination reasons. There are several ways to examine and review project closure, but this is just one of the ways. So in closing, certain things you should do. One, administrative closure. You want to review all the work and ensure completion. In addition to this, you should ensure completion or exit criteria for the phase, all the documents, all the deliverables. They should all be updated. Any outstanding issues should be resolved. Confirm deliverable or delivery, formal acceptance transition by the client. Reassign or reapportion excess materials and supplies reallocate project facilities or equipment and ensure that relevant costs are charged to the project, closing charge accounts, cost accounts, project accounts should be done and complete the final project report. This could actually be a deliverable. Let's talk about contract closure procedures one more time. 
We're talking about completion of contractual related activities for the project or phase, formal acceptance of the vendor or seller's deliverable or work. These are important steps to take so that one is not in breach of contract. Finalizing open claims, updating records and document to reflect the final result. Since a lot of companies rely on procurements, it's important that we collect any appropriate project or phase records, and those should end up being archived for future use. Finally, lessons learned and knowledge transfer. Audit project success or failure and transfer these lessons learned to the lessons learned repository. This is talked about quite a few times in the PMBOK guide, the concept of a larger lessons learned repository. Investigate reasons for termination before completion. This is definitely something that the project manager is expected to do. Collect and share any suggestions for organizational process assets improvements. There could be templates, processes, or documents to improve. Transfer the deliverable to the next phase or to operations. And that, my friends, concludes our review of how to close a project through the lens of the PMI in preparation for your PMP exam. If you found this to be helpful, hit the like button, share with your friends, it will be much appreciated. If you are struggling as you are preparing for the exam, be aware that we have a series of courses under the PMP exam immersion umbrella. Go on down to hpmexam.com for you to experience a four-hour bootcamp where we cover every single one of the 35 tasks for the PMP exam. The next one is coming up on Sunday. So go on down to the website, hpmexam.com, and check out the schedule. All right, my friends. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it gave you some context. Thank you very much. Have a lovely one, and I'll see you tomorrow for the business area. We are done with process. Now, let's get down to business.